I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Well, Heather, you did it. You broke the internet. <laughs> You're not Kim Kardashian. You did not. No. You did not pose for a cover on a magazine. I mean, small scale internet. But <laughs> tell the people how you did it. Well, <laughs> it was innocent enough, and it was um, a legitimate question I had to a local like Facebook mom page that has I don't know forty thousand, literally thousands women on it. Yes, and it started with my really good friend's fortieth birthday is tomorrow. Woohoo! And I'm her fun friend. Love it. And um, we had this party bus picking us up, but I'm not a part of the planning of it, right? But you feel responsible as yeah. the Yeah, and she texted me yesterday morning, like, where should the party bus take her? And I'm like, why has you. nobody planned mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are we going to go to Chili's? Like, exactly. Applebee's? Are we going to get a Bloomin' Onion yeah. at Outback? Right. I don't know. So we then I, I did feel the pressure, but yeah. I'm like, okay, so you, this may come as a shock to you, but like, I love to dance and I like lived for dancing, like at weddings. You're a dancing queen. And then right after college, you moved to Fort Worth and there was a, there was like clubs, like you could go out and just dance. Amazing. Like, and there was amazing, like. Rest in peace, place called City Streets, downtown Fort Worth. <laughs> R.I.P. And it was like you stepped into a cruise ship. Yes. Like you had different rooms that were different vibes, like country room, 90s rap room. Because who knows what you're disco. feeling on Friday night. It's amazing. But nothing like that exists anymore, I don't think. So I posted on this page, hey, like, where do clubs exist anymore? Where can a bunch of like middle-aged moms go dance to Ludacris, DMX? Like <laughs> That phrase in and general. And leave at 10. Like, and it did go viral. Like It did. I mean, the comments, the, the comments, likes, the likes, the reactions, uh, the potential business, the ideas. potential business plan. Like, I mean, it's so. turning into not only something that we'll probably talk about in like six episodes where you're like, so I'm starting a club. Yeah, so I'm starting a but nightclub. But you've also gained like 47,000 new friends yeah. and like 33,000 new clients. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pl- weasel <laughs> that into it for sure. If I'm going to waste this much time on Facebook, <laughs> I'm going to try to. I'm applauding you that. because that particular group, albeit helpful, and I do find information off of it. Oh, it's a carnival in there. It is it's a, a clown. circus. It's a clown. And there's so many people on it that I want to look at them and be like, could you have not asked your mom? Or a sister or a friend. We didn't need to ask 40,000 women about the bite on your son's ankle. You know, the story that I can't talk about, like, stemmed from that page. Oh, for the love. Like, the one I'll never be able to tell The one we can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, but if you know us real close, come up and ask. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, like, any other further questions about that, like, direct them (laughs) to my agent, is what I've been told. All I know is, like, if you started a club, I would go. But any of the recommendations that came up on that page, like, I'm not stepping foot in. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I know. But why don't we we'll start our own club? Yeah. Okay. Only 90s music, is it? I mean, early 2000s. Okay, perfect. I'm on board with 90s. that. 90s. I think one of the comments that was my favorite that somebody said, let me go grab my apple bottom jeans and yeah. boots with the fur. And then I was in. Yeah. And then I was talking. Because I, was I put like, something yes. about going out top, which in college, Absolutely. you that's just like, you had a going out top. Of course you did. That was it. Like, 
black tank top or whatever. There is a girl I follow on Instagram who is hysterical and literally she's like, well, what are you wearing? Yes. Am I going out top? Am I going out top? And everything's with Chevron and a statement necklace. Yeah. And All it's, I do is rip off people like that, but this right. community doesn't know about that. So they think I'm hilarious. You are hilarious anyway. and we don't have any original content, so it doesn't matter. Okay. okay. Have you done your job this week, this year, as a matter of fact? Because we are now in the new year. I know. We're yes. like- Happy New Year, Almost, sis. I mean, the longest month ever- I mean, I, yes, I have been insanely busy. I'm very thankful. It Good. came out of sort of, I want to say nowhere, but then you think back at all the things you've Hold learned about real estate. And, right. I'm trying to give myself a little credit, but maybe it was all the, that the pipeline, pipeline we built. <laughs> um, because you know how it is. We talked about it every year. I like November, December. It oh. could be June. I, I reached this point where I'm like, well, great. You think you've plateaued. I should apply at Target, That's maybe right. Anthro. I don't know. Every year. And I think I'll be doing this for 20 years and never not do this. That's right. Um, so yeah, it's like January 1, like literally. Insane. Out just one by one, like we're ready, we're ready, we're ready, 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 ready. So, Which should hopefully tell us maybe what this year is going to look like for everybody. Because I've, I've been busy too. Yeah. And I'm a little surprised as well. I, I love it. I, I did just, do my job. Yeah. Yeah. I have the best clients too. Like, and I've like... Not to get like all soapy, soapy, uh, it's happy, it's happy. It's okay. Good soapy, morning. Soapy. You haven't had your coffee. Um, like all of it is referrals. Which, well, most of it this month, which is unreal. Like it's like, I love it. No, it's the best. Never get old. It never gets old. Taylor and I've been talking about this a lot lately about like what that pipeline looks like for this year, obviously. And I'm currently working with a family that okay. <laughs> Listener, I was supposed to do the crickets one when you said pipeline. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm gonna Listener, stop. off air. We got to get on to our guest. Heather, we do. We have a guest. Oh. Heather made it a 2024 goal that she's going to use the buttons but more. I used it wrong. So if we, but if we, but if we've lost anyone what up I until this to do point, when you stay said tuned pipeline, for the buttons. I was going to do crickets. Okay. You like, want to do the crickets? There's your pipeline. Good thing I know how to use it. But this That's family, this sweet family I'm working with, like if I look back between this woman's two sons, her cousin, and now herself. Like I've worked with almost the entire family. That's Amazing. Amazing. That's a dream. So I have to tell you this quick story because that's what this podcast is about. And our poor guest is going to sit here and stare daggers into me to be like, why are you guys taking so long and not getting to me? But I have to share this story because he's going to, I had to call him about it. So Heather, <laughs> you are famous for saying on this podcast that like the reason we do the walkthrough is the final walkthrough when we are one day away from closing, as you all know, listener, and everything in the last eight years that I have done this, almost nine, by the way, if anyone's looking, oh. thank you. I have never under any circumstances walked into something that would so large that we were going to have to either like, you know, the deal was going to die or we were going to have to push closing. Okay. So there I am. These people are driving three hours from out of town. We're getting to what I'm assuming again to be another easy walkthrough before closing. And I was almost a not able to go. Like I almost, the phone, phoning it in is not what I really was going to do, but I almost was so positive that nothing was going to come up with this, that because I had another thing, I was just going to ask another agent to go do this final walkthrough for me. And at the last minute, I canceled those other plans. I had this feeling of like, if anything goes wrong, I have to be there, mm -hmm. right? So I walk into this beautiful condo, 32nd floor of a beautiful building downtown, and there is a giant hole in the wall. And I am thinking to my, I mean, my stomach drops into my, you know, feet. My clients are going, oh no, oh no. Long story long, the previous seller had ripped a fireplace out, completely forgot about it, put a big piece of furniture there, had not been back to the property, mm -hmm. had just had movers come through. And obviously this hole was just sitting there laughing at all of us while we walked in. So I like to share those things and go to your walkthrough people. 
And walk through your vacant properties listing agents if you haven't done that, because this could have been avoided, right? I mean, it could have, I'm not saying that it, it wouldn't have happened or whatever. We wouldn't have had to push it a little bit, but like there were certain things that could have been, you know, anyways, it doesn't matter. We're closing today. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Back in the day when my price point and areas were different, (laughs) I like the condensing unit would be gone like quite a bit on your walkthrough. And then, okay. And you like, have, so you, the yes. big giant square box that's outside. The thing that runs the central heat and <laughs> yeah. air, that thing. So again, that's what I say. Like it wasn't ideal, but we fixed it. And luckily I have done enough home renovations that my sweet clients were like, well, let's just sheetrock it up. And I'm like, guys, oh. there's a gas line in here. Like I can see the gas line. We're, we need a plumber. We need this. And I guess the other thing I do want to say, this to me is another reason to take a big, deep breath and maybe walk away from not only the listing agent and your clients for a hot second and gather your thoughts thoughts because the minute that I made the listing agent aware of it, it was like, we're going to fix it. We're going to do this. We're going to, and it was chaos in my ear. My clients so sweet, but also trying to be helpful, a little bit of chaotic. I took a deep breath. I stepped outside. I gathered my thoughts, wrote some notes down. You're and, so good at that. But I had to, because if I wouldn't have, if I would have just been like, guys, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. We're going to yeah. sheet rocket. It would have been done wrong. Mm-hmm. And then we would have all been screwed. And my mm-hmm. clients would have woke up and realized later that we hadn't like an open gas line in a wall that they probably needed to get to at some point in they time. They might not have woke up. They n- <laughs> Let's move on to our guest. <laughs> you can edit that out if you want to. <laughs> I'm excited about our guest and I'll let you introduce him. Oh, so I'm sure you bought, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that he's our first repeat. He's our guest. first repeat. And he actually needs no introduction because we've already told you all about him when he came back the first time listeners. So if you really want to know more about his history, check out a uh, episode. I don't even know. You guys will see what it is, but we are so, so, so pumped to invite back one of our favorite guests, literally our favorite person, Matt Lewis, broker and co-owner of League Real Estate. Yay. Hello, sir. Hi, y'all. How, how are you handling that? Wait, by the way, as my broker, like, were you sitting there like sweating or were you like, good job, Caitlin? No, you did a great job. Oh, you did a great God. job. Because that could so, have really gone downhill. Yeah, no, I'm just glad I get the mic because Heather made me laugh. I had to push my mic like <laughs> out the way so I didn't mess up y'all's like intro. <laughs> Thank God so. she's here. All right. Because let's just like, Caitlin's not going to stop. And then Heather throws in a doozy. <laughs> okay, Matt, truly, like we have so much to get to. And Heather and I, our lists are so long. But again, the way we have to kick this off without getting into the boring business stuff first is you have told us that you have brought a 2024 story, which makes it so relevant and amazing because we're only a couple days in a day. We're in what, 274th day of January right now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So Matt, please regale us with your story. Yeah. So I did get a good 2024 story on the books for you guys. So I knew I was coming on, so I had to go do something <laughs> to entertain say. you guys for this. a little bit, right? It was just for so, us. Yeah, just for y'all. Um, no, so I had, it. actually, I was looking at a property. I was just going to buy it for myself. So Ooh. this was like a personal deal. I've got a partner. He's my brother-in-law. We we buy property together. And uh, <laughs> this property I found, we were buying it significantly under market. Good thing. Um, first time I went out there, looked at the property, go through it. Every, it was the, the showing instructions were weird. It was just a weird deal. Couldn't get in go in and every single door has its own uh, deadbolt set on it, no, right? Stop. So <clears throat> I walk in there, I was like, I think I know what's going on. Have y'all heard of pad splitting? Have y'all heard of this? No. no. Okay, so pad splitting is a new thing that people are trying. Um, so go to the website. I don't know if, if you're curious. They have a website, but are they- Are you kidding? Yes. Yes, so Padsplitting.com. Yes. yes. Um, so basically the idea is I buy a house, I put- as many bedrooms in it as I can. And I rent these bedrooms by the week. Mm. 
and it's it's like Airbnb times ten, right? So wait, but my mind goes to a very dark place, yeah. Matt Lewis. I mean, well, that's where we're going. So oh no, um, yeah. So anyway, so. I've never, never, obviously never owned one of these. I've really never seen one. I've just heard of the concept. It reminds me of New York. Yeah, like it very much is. It's right? like, you know, how people like rent the underneath their kitchen in yes. San Francisco. It's kind of like that, right? Um, so they do like this, uh, um, they do this where you come in. I go on the website. It's like Airbnb. Go on the website. I need a room for two weeks. It's 300 bucks. Okay, here's your key. We all share the kitchen. We all share the bathroom. Super weird, but like, so that's weird. what you want. So European. Yeah. I mean, so it's literally a hostel. That's what I, I'm pretty sure they were doing in this house. So the first time we go there, I'm like trying to get in all the doors. I have like nine keys. Get in all the doors. Oh my God. We put the house under contract, right? Um, go back with our contractor, who I think you guys both know. Um, bring him in. And as we're walking up the stairs, like this just massive guy. Oh, no. And two other guys come out of this room. Oh, um, no. And we're walking up the stairs and they bust that through the door. And they block us from coming up the stairs. Matt. And they're like, what are y'all doing here? And we're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, and they're like, we're staying here and you got to go. <laughs> oh, so, my yeah. God. And so I Which look. I know your brother-in-law. I'm just imagining this. Yeah. Like, so we're kind of looking at each other. We're like, hey, you know, first they were like, hey, man, you know, we know this. We're supposed to be here. And you're just trying to riff. And he's like, no, <gasps> you got to go. Um, and he's not the owner. And there's two or three other people in the room um, behind them. And. Something's going on. Something's going so on. So basically, we're like three steps up the stairs. He's like three steps down. And so, nope, we're not really moving. So they just like come, like so just decide to like flush us out. Like charge you. Yeah. So Matt. we're like, all right, you know, we'll go. Um, Is your wife worried on a daily basis when you exit your own you know, home? I don't know if she even cares she, to She's going to hear about yeah. it now. Yeah. Because she does listen to this. You know what's funny is I don't know if I've even told her this oh story. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at Heather. We have so many questions right now. I'm going to be, I'm going to be quiet. I want to hear the end of it, but are you, I'm, I don't even understand. Do you, well, do you carry a firearm with you, Matt? Like I, you, you know, I, I used to, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, so we left, I called the agent. I was like, Hey, just so you know, like, I mean, I, there, there may be a meth lab in you. I don't, I don't know what's no, going truly. on there, but, um, they, uh, so yeah. So anyway, we, I was like, we didn't buy the house oh, because oh, you didn't not because of that because it had federal tax liens on it which is a whole oh. other deal we couldn't get rid of those we would have still bought it but um yeah so we had to kill it but yeah so that was that was my first that was my first kind of fun you know, thing i haven't to tell heard you guys a story about. like that in a while that's yeah. what like, i was gonna the say glitz and glamour yeah, like 2021 no, and yes no, this was, i'm mm -hmm, this but, is what i want more of yeah. what the, what those people didn't know is who you were and that you have done you have seen some things and you have you have you know, let yourself into some homes mm -hmm. and dealt with some shady things and you weren't going to back down, which I love. Well, if you want a good deal, you got to like, you know, you got to do some stuff. <laughs> all right? about the like, deal. I mean, if you, sometimes like, you know, yeah. you know, under market property kind of comes at a cost, I guess. Maybe. I, I don't know. But the story that was, Dusty has. That was similar. my first, that was my first like legit thing in a while where I was like, okay, like oh. I, I don't need to be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm getting too old for yeah, this. Like, I'm, like I'm leaving. Yes. You got kicked off a property by a basically pad splitting tenant yes. essentially. Yes. Matt, the fact that you were willing to go in there, first of all, after you had seen what you had seen, I just, the karma in that building, I would have been like, you know what? It's bad juju. I don't think there's enough sage in the entire world to get it out of here, but you're smarter than I am. Well, no, it is funny because that place did kind of have a little bit of a, of a, of a, vibe, <laughs> a vibe as we were talking about. It just, it was not probably wasn't probably a happy place. That's right. Most of the time. I'm going to say There's so no amount of Benjamin Moore Swiss coffee. That's that yes. Make this. Yes. Well, I mean, I would, Matt, God bless like, you. I'm so glad you're here to I sit with too. us right now and not, and did not get harmed or injured during the making well, of I'm that. I'm glad you guys, 
I gotta have a story, you know. Oh, so for if sure. I come on here and I have anything, I you know I'll feel bad. By the way, was that your first thought as you were as you were leaving? Were you like, I got I gotta tell we need closure? I did I did not document it just Great. so I could have okay. you guys. <laughs> well, so just in case. In case I got invited back, I was like, I need to have something. And this is what I told you. I wanna our season four, I want to bring us back to the stories because that's 100%. what I love. And you telling the story like really quick, I helped a buyer buy a house last year. And the whole thing was a little off. It was the agent, it was the agent's mom's house. So like it was his mom's house and he was selling it, but he's also a realtor. Like, right. Couldn't find like his, every time he emailed me, it was like a different email, like, oh, you know, wow. like Gmail, Hotmail. Like it was the whole thing was very, but he was using it. He was Airbnb being it. I don't think his mom <gasps> knew about it or the whole family. What? And it was really, we would go look at it and he would be like, yeah, it's open. And there would always be like somebody like clearly there. And I was like, mm -hmm. we got to go. Like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. Because then it's like the Airbnb person has their rights to, you know. So long story short, we close. And this guy had had the whole rest of the two months booked out. <gasps> never did anything about it. So my poor, sweet, single buyer would just get people showing up Stop. all oh, Heather. the time. And I try, I was like, I don't even know who we call, like. I tried to call this guy and he was like gone, like MIA, like the four burner phones he had been calling you from were so, like, I felt out. so bad for my, and he was of so course. sweet, but he had to kind of be like, I'm sorry. And the people were mad. They of had course booked they were. it. Like, wait, this, you guys, is 2024 like the year of the wild, wild west? Yeah. Like this already, this sounds Well, insane. that was last year. So wait, I love, but, anyway, but I, okay, crazy. that was 2023. Yeah. I love that you bring you bring that up though, because you and I have talked forever that we want to have a whole episode on Airbnbs and we feel like we yeah. have to like mask the people's voices right. just given the city ordinances of Fort Worth. It's going to be like Dateline yes. style. Yes. But I would yeah, love, it's I mean, crazy. what you've just brought up is such a potential massive concern. Think about that. Like, and understanding the history and it doesn't mean someone's not going to buy it, but what are we, what are we left with? And that the, the buyer like looked it before. up on Airbnb. He's like, it's still showing on, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know how to, and this was in Frisco. So, I was like, I don't know the anyway. It's I know. All, it all cleared out, like luckily. Luckily, but it wow. did happen like a few times. That somebody you? with their bags were like <sighs> trying to get in, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, Matt, have you ever heard of that one?" No, but I do know that's a problem. Like people do. I mean, especially people who do like like an Airbnb arbitrage. Like yeah. I don't know if you know what that is, but basically, you rent a property and then you Airbnb it um, out. It's kind of like WeWork for Airbnb. Okay, um, but. If I'm very I, familiar with it, Matt. Yes, I think I think you probably are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen to previous episode, folks. You'll know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, but anyway, so uh, they, uh, um, you know, you'll obviously if you lose your underlying lease. Yeah. Then anything you've booked out past that is outside of your control, right? So it does happen to a lot of people where you'll lose your lease and then they'll have somebody who's booked three months in advance and those people show up and oh you know some poor God. other guys live in there. It's like, I have no idea what you're doing here. I mean, you've now brought two terms to like the table today that I hadn't heard yeah. yet. And we just, this is, we're learning constantly. You're just show you just got to come back, buddy. Cause well, we're this really may dumb. just be like the, <laughs> bad idea episode. <laughs> yeah. like, these are all right. concepts. It doesn't mean they're good right. ideas. Don't it means things split. are people are trying. Yeah. These are just options. Don't arbitrage your yes. Airbnb. Yes. Okay. Well, before we get into the rest of the business, we all had a good chuckle here off air about the fact that I was quickly telling you guys, you know, this is kind of a new season for me and we're going to get into that for in a later episode. We're going to have a whole series on it. But I, I told you guys, I've heard a lot recently from multiple clients and potential clients of like, oh yeah, well I Googled you. 
And I mean, the look on my face was probably a little bit more shocked than it should have because we do work hard to try to get our people to go on and give us positive reviews and so on and so forth. And I, I mean, I've, I've Googled myself at some point just to right. see what's come up. But what I appreciated most was you both had a story about this. And so although I luckily these people are like, there's really nice things out there about you. I was like, oh, thank God. I oh, know. by the way, look, listen to my podcast. I think I probably threw that in there. Uh, you guys shared some stories and I need, I need you to, Matt, you go first. And then Heather, I want to hear your Google me story. Okay. Um, so my Google story, this was a long time ago, actually. Um, so I have a friend who has a father-in-law who is an extremely successful father-in-law. Um, you know, kind of the dream that we all would like to have. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, I don't, did any of us marry into that? Yeah, Bob, you're a very successful father-in-law <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, but, uh, no, we were, uh, I don't even have a father-in-law. She really is between that and the gas leak. Heather. Carbon dioxide poisoning and family values. Here we go. Um, no. So long story short, um, he invited me to go look at uh, some property with him at the Ritz Carlton in Dallas. I was not his agent; I was just tagging along. It was fun. Just I just wanted—I like just wanted to go day. in the Ritz Carlton yes, and look at the penthouse. I mean, yeah. like, why wouldn't you, right? I've done and this. So, Veil. Yeah. I have yeah. done You're this. Speaking yes. her You're language. Yeah. So talking we walk into the Ritz Carlton. I'm just standing in the back, and the guy at the front—you know—I don't know who he was—and he just basically he asked him for some kind of proof that he could pay for this condo so proof he could of go funds. see it. Yeah. Um, and this is a guy who owns banks and names are on buildings and seven, 10,000 acre ranches. And so he looks at him and just says, Google me and walks right past him and goes upstairs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is such a beautiful mic drop. And I mean, I don't know if I do want to get to that point someday. I would never treat people like that. But do you kind of just want to uh, be like, you know, just Google, yeah. me. just Google me. It was awesome. I was like, that was cool. And that I walked cool. with him and I was like, yeah, Google him, you know? <laughs> He's like, you heard the man. Google Challenge him. him. Now, wait, before Heather, before That's you amazing. tell your story, I actually do have a question. I've had a few people lately who wanted to pay cash. And I just very politely said, hey, if you wouldn't mind sending me a proof of funds, because I I know the other agent's going to ask for it, which by the way, it's another story that several agents have it. And I've been like, you might want to do that. Um, but they didn't want to give it to me. And mm. I have, it's kind of been an interesting navigating that obviously. And I just want to know your thoughts on that. Like, how do you feel about proceeding if somebody doesn't want to give that to you? I mean, it's hard, but at the same time, every deal's different. It's like, how desperate are we to sell this? And do we want to take a shot with this guy? And yeah, I mean, and you can find a lot out about people just from Googling. Go them. Back to Google. Um, right. But I mean, at some point, like I've gotten proof of funds in in euros. I've gotten them in uh, won. I mean, oh, I did yeah. Bitcoin proof of funds. Oh, I remember no. that one. Yeah, I remember the Bitcoin. So, I mean, and you're looking at and you're like, I don't, I mean, how do I know that this guy didn't make this? I have no right. idea. Right, it's and, a word document. You know, I'm, I'm on my phone, like, you know, won to dollars and trying to, I mean, so you try to figure all that stuff out. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're just trying to mitigate your risk as best you can. Right, and that's right. Just, Right. And decide how much risk you need mitigated before you want to proceed. And my biggest thing with this client was I was actually, I was the buyer's agent and, and he was the buyer. And I just kept saying, if they ask for it, like I'll, I'll need yeah. to provide yeah. it. And they actually never asked for it and, and everything is fine. But I did want to know your professional opinion on that yeah. one. Okay. Heather, Google me. <laughs> oh, well, um, there's so this is like so exciting. I have a, like, I was thinking about proof of funds too. Um, no, I was doing an open house and like nobody had come. But one, this one, I'm remembering more about the story. Your head's in so, your hands. Uh, this is so funny. So this is the only one. And I have my phone up watching the Aggie football game. Like a good agent. Yes. And so 
these two people come in, kind of an older lady and this young guy, and they come in and they they walk through the house, like you know, oh, ooing and awing and everything, and they're and I'm like, okay, can sign in. Here's a cookie, whatever. And they were like, we will be back. We were just previewing it for um, I don't even know what they said for our friend. I was like. Okay, so then they leave. <laughs> then they come back with this gentleman, like a, um, he's, they're, they're his entourage. They come oh. in, this home was um, $450,000 house. So yeah. I'm just kind of giving, in a family neighborhood, like we're, we're not at the Ritz-Carlton. Like, right. And so he comes in and he's very flamboyantly dressed, like kind of like some Gucci things on. And, and, um, and I'm like, hi, are you guys all together? And he's like, yes, we are, we are. Um, and he's like, this is awkward. I know that you know me. And um, like, it's always, this part's a little bit awkward because it's like, yeah. And I have no idea who this person is. And <laughs> would you say that I'm a pretty, like, I know. Oh, you know so much more than me. A hundred percent. Yes. And I was like, and I, I think I couldn't even show couldn't it. I was like, guy. I am so, I, I'm not familiar with you. And he was like, oh, I'm really big in the magician, magic, um, <laughs> like, and mediums, like, <gasps> psych, psych, I don't even know, psychiatry, psychic. <laughs> psychic. I'm huge. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's like, just Google me later. And it's like, <laughs> so he leaves. I Google him. I have another hour of this open house. Nobody comes. I can't find him. Nowhere to be found. In one hour. I, <laughs> like, I know everybody else named the same name, but it was, and he, he acted like he wanted to buy it. He had a ranch in Santa Fe and a, like, and so of course I followed up with him and yeah, like. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Um, Were they playing like, let's go get drunk at brunch and walk around yes. and act like we like yes. are which, famous and, and know which people. for me, I love that idea. Yeah. Sounds you're like, invite fabulous. me with you. But, but the whole entourage coming in first to like preview <laughs> it and then them coming. But it's like he, I was supposed to know it was happening. Did he have a cape and, I, and a magic like he wand? He wanted to be like, oh my God, I was hoping it was you. I wish you would have played into but it. I was like, like, you're kidding. I can't believe I you're know, here. I know. I need an autograph sign yes. right here. Go ahead and put your info down right here. You on might the have bought it if you would have fangirled him a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, he might have like come through. I just couldn't. I couldn't. We I all like, learn uh, lessons. Mm -mm. I can't even. Oh my God. Well, the Google me, but the fact like, that everyone. just Google me. Everyone had I mean, you can find me on Google either, easier than him. So I was like, I... That's a problem. Um, and I do hope he comes back to one of your open houses so that you can fangirl and pick. You know what? I did find you. Dusty was like, you should have been like, I did know you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty with the lines every time. I'm psychic too. Oh my God. Okay, right. Matt, we will get into the This might have to be part. like a weekly it's, thing. It's a, it is 100, like even though we are actually reducing the amount sure. in which that we <laughs> are outputting that. That podcasts, <laughs> we are weekly. Matt's just coming over to chat. We're not even going to record. Um, okay, Matt, we always joke that we're not going to talk about the business stuff on this, but Heather and I touched very, very lightly at the end of last year of kind of about how we, neither her nor I have a crystal ball. And, and I want you to know as my broker, like I really do waver between what I believe, which is the right time to buy is the right time for you. But also we can't ignore the fact that our clients are like, what's the market doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Sure. Mm -hmm. And you as our fearless leader also kind of have to give us this information to be able to 
A, feel informed and make our people feel warm and fuzzy at the end of the day. Um, so I don't mean to negate anything by saying like, well, just buy whenever it's right for you because right. we do need supporting evidence and that's why you're here. Sure. So although this has already sounded like the most psychotic year of real estate ever, I do. Can you give us just like your blatant opinion of the current market situation? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much better my crystal ball is than yours. Right. Um, and there are a lot of people smarter than me out there that might be better to ask. But um, I'm actually really bullish on 2024, to be honest with Excellent. you. Um, I really am. And it's really funny. Um, Matt, Heather doesn't know what bullish means. Okay. Can you tell her? I am that? positive. <laughs> I, I, I know am, there's bearish and bullish. bullish. Bullish is good. Bearish is bad. Okay. Okay. Unless you like to short the Unless market. Unless you shorted the market, then flip things. it. So. Yeah, there you go. But yeah. anyways, we we'll, won't get into that, Heather. We'll, we'll make a graph later. <laughs> okay. So that'll be okay. Um, no, I, I really am. I do feel like... Um, there is a lot of negative media attention toward the real estate market in general. Um, a lot of that I feel like is because that sells well. I was going to um, say, they just need somebody to panic pick on. sells. Yeah, for um, sure. Panic sells, gloom sells. Nobody reads articles that says, hey, the market's looking stable to, to yeah. a little stable. I mean, nobody nobody reads that, right? Right. So, um, and number two, I mean, real estate's hyper-local and we live in probably the best place to live if you want to be in the real estate business, I believe. And I think any number, any, you know, study you look at backs that up. I right. Mean, Thank every God. time people talk about markets, it's, hey, Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, right? Like, exactly. That's what people talk about. Yeah. Um, because um, our, our city, our metro area is garnering people, right? right. As long as long as our net migration is positive, People need to live somewhere, right? Um, and you shared a statistic with us at the annual meeting, which was, and I'm going to screw it up, but is DFW the second most base city that's being moved into in or something like that? Yeah, it's the fix, second. Fix that, Matt. Yeah, you know, it's really funny. Like the, the, the crazy, my favorite stat, I'm going to flip it on you, was um, DFW Metro built more houses last year than the state of California. I mean, that's insane. Which is wild. That is um, wild. So we have, we have an influx of people. We're building houses fast. Um, but nothing supports a market like demand. Um, and yes, rates have been tough uh, comparatively speaking. Comparatively. And yes, there has been a lot of unknowns in the market. And I think that's the biggest issue, in my opinion, with the market right now is since about July of 2022, so a year and a half, the market's been very unstable. People don't know what to expect. And people do not like to make big decisions in uncertain times. Right. And I think that's been the biggest holdup in our market. Yeah, interest rates jumping a lot. Prices not coming down when interest rates came up. Those are all factors. But I do think the overlooked one is that there's uncertainty um, and people don't make decisions, especially they don't write big checks in uncertain times. And 100%. that's what's been hard. And I think yeah. that's what we're coming out of. And yeah. that's why I think 2024 will be better than 2023 for sure. Amazing. I love to hear it. Well, because I, I hate, I don't want to dance around it, but with it being an election year, that actually unfortunately can bring uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So I actually feel like I'm seeing people kind of wanting to jump on it right now, mm -hmm. kind of get in because they sat in 2023 and they're right. like, I can't sit any longer. Yeah. I've waited as long as I can. I have to do this in 2024, but I, I kind of want to do it here at the beginning of the year, or at least that's just some of my 2023 people are coming yeah. out and, and saying that. It, Heather, are you seeing that too? Yeah. And I, but I make a note cause I, oh, I just, yes, I do. But I wonder how much of that has been driven by us. Like right? you see it, everybody get in now before the frenzy. And then I'm like, are we the ones creating the are frenzy? We, are we just creating but a frenzy? I, yeah. I totally do think that like in my, what I've seen, a lot of what I've done in January are sort of still relos, 
you know, I've got two or three reloads or, but the rest are just kind of like, um, I don't know. I'm not seeing, I'm, I'm just seeing people like not even question the rates, I guess. Totally. So I'm like, it's just kind of a non-issue. So I don't know if it's just never been a non-issue for them or they have been kind of waiting and like, well, you know. And it feels I think like maybe I think Matt mentioned this. Maybe it was you, Matt. That we've we've had a greater time in between that yeah. two three percent. Where people's memories are short. Like right. I mean, four four percent rates haven't been an option for almost two years. Right. And so the further we get away from that, the less of an impact it has. And again, six percent. This market can support six to seven percent as long as it's predictable, right? And people can feel mm. like that's what it is, and that's probably what it's going to be. I'm not going to win, lose, or draw a whole lot by waiting or going. Mm -hmm. So. I, like you said, I need to make the best decision for me. So if the timing's right in my life, right. if the house I want is there, the reason of being like, well, maybe rates will drop a point in the next six months, it's it's no longer really a possibility. Exactly. And so that's something I think that's moving a lot of people. And as a buyer, there's pent up demand. You can only wait for so long, right? right. Like if if you have a, a you know a third kid and exactly. you have one bathroom, yeah. you're like, hey, how much longer can we hold on, hoping that maybe there's an incremental increase? It just People just like, no, we just got to go. And exactly. They, they are in the acceptance stage of grief regarding mm -hmm. the rates, basically. Sure. Like it's it's gone on yeah. long enough. It hasn't, to your point, it. they haven't gone, it hasn't been this crazy fluctuation. So it's an acceptance. Mm -hmm. And to your point, it's like when life and the right property intersect and you have kind of gotten it out of your mind that you're going to get a 3%, you have to yeah. move. You've got to move forward. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next question we have is, where will we see opportunity in 2024? And I kind of want this to maybe stretch from not only buyers and sellers, but like us, like realtors, like where, yeah. what do we need to be doing? Yeah. I mean, I do think that you're still in a market, unfortunately, especially for our audience, you know, our people, our industry. Um, there is a contingency of number of agents, contingency, or there's a number of agents that doesn't fit the amount of business that we have right now. I mean, the 2023 was our lowest volume year in a, in a long time, in like 15 years as far as number of transactions. So you you have a, a an agent population that was 2020, 2021, 2022, which was massively huge amounts of transactions trying to vie for 2023 numbers. So right. the ratio of agents to deals is a whole lot worse than it has been in the last four to five years. Um, and that's like all of our biggest fears mm -hmm. truly though. Cause uh, no, Heather's fine. Heather doesn't, doesn't blink an eye, but it's, it's literally when any of us probably got into real estate, yeah. it's somebody probably looked at you and was like, don't we have enough realtors? Absolutely. Oh, it's and a running joke. I mean like, yeah, it's a Absolutely. running joke, but the, but the 80, 20 rule that applies to so many other things totally applies in, in agency and in real estate more than anything else is 20% of the agents do 80% of the business. Right. And those are generally the best 20% of agents and they will be fine in a great market in a slow market because they're competent and they know what they're doing right. and they've got a pipeline. It's the, it's the ones who take what comes and don't go get and don't work to build business. They're the ones that are really going to struggle yeah. because deals aren't falling to agents anymore. Right. right. There's not so much to do. Um, they've that, exhausted all the family and friends. Right. Ex exactly. <laughs> and the, and it's a real shame because honestly, right now, um, you know, value proposition wise, we're, we're needed more now than we have been in a long time. Cause this is a funky market y'all. I mean, mm -hmm. I, we, we've got, you know, quite a few listings at the brokerage and 
we see some that get nine offers in three hours and we see some that don't get a showing for four months. No, and, exactly. And so somebody has to sit there and say, well, why is that happening? Right. Why, why does this one do this and that one do that? Right. Yes. And why, how should I react if I'm this person versus that? We, people need guidance. People need somebody to consult with them and say, here's how we get through this. Yes. And here's why your assumptions are wrong. Right. Um, so I think, unfortunately, people need us more than they have in the last three years. Um, there's just too many of us. So it's a little bit of a war of, of who's going to do their job well enough to right. capture that business um, and win clients because those people need you and they will come find you um, if you're there. Right. And, and I literally wrote down, you watch me write down the word value in all caps, because I do want to talk about Heather. I know you have a question, but I want to touch on value. <laughs> Heather's looking at me like, what do you mean? I have a question. Um, but I really do want to talk about value quickly because there's two facets of it. And, and I do want to say when you were talking about the 80, 20, having been in this for almost nine years, it is not lost on me that if you are not intrinsically motivated, if you do not just beat yourself up if you don't have stuff going on, any type of sales or commission job is going to be very yeah. difficult for yeah. you. Like you might want to look down a different path because you have to have just enough anxiety and like a little bit of psychoticness to be like, I, I will not give up because there will be tough times and it will be slow, but you got to get back in there. With that being said, I would love, love, love to hear your opinion. And Heather, you being such a seasoned agent as well, like, please, please, please share your uh, thoughts as well. But I want to know two things. One, how do we, how do we present that value beforehand, right? Whether it's the buyer or the seller, how do we get in front of them? How do we use the right verbiage and authentically, of course, like to let them know that we're here for them and we do provide value as an agent. But on the latter half, something I feel like I've been struggling with is how do I convey that I'm doing my job well in the actual process, like while it's happening without bragging. And, and my example would be if my client comes back to me and says, Kaylin, I really don't want this. I really, you know, and, and we're in the thick of negotiations and I say, I got it. And I go back and I do all my negotiating. I, I pull out some of my best work. I am an attorney that should have been on law and order SVU. Okay. And I go back and I'm like, all right, we got it done. There are also times where it wasn't hard. Like I literally went back to the person and I was like, hey, they really don't want to do it. And she's like, oh, okay, that, no, that's fine. <laughs> so it's like, how do, how do I convey back to them that I did my job and I had to work really hard at it and I was fighting for them and I was advocating for them, but not being like, so listen, here's what I just did for you. Because that nobody wants to hear that either. You know, nobody wants to be like, oh, thank you. You did your job. But do, do you guys see what I'm saying? It's just a hard, it's a hard place for me. And maybe mm -hmm. it's not hard for anybody else. I think so. And Heather, you, you cut me off. Um, but I, uh, um, I think people value results. Right. And not everybody. I think most people don't necessarily care how they got there unless okay. the results aren't what they want. Okay. So if you came to me, I said, Kaylin, I'll buy that house. If you can get 20,000 off, you're like, Hey, I got 20,000 off. I'm like, great, let's do it. I don't necessarily care if, if you were like, Hey, I made one phone call. Or if you're like, I sat over there for six hours and you know, you know, bet my first child on it. I, I don't know, but <laughs> okay. like I, as your client, I, I necessarily, if, if I'm, if you're providing me, you know, what I want, that's great. I think where it comes is when I'm not getting what I want. And that's right? what, and that's what I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I can do it and sometimes I can't and get so, what they want. And so you have to say, look, um, I'm a big, big fan of, of flipping the script on people and saying, um, I want you to look, if, if, if you're the, so I want you to look at this from the buyer's perspective, right. right? Here's what they see. Okay. Here's what you see. Here's the gap we're trying to bridge. All right. If we can't get there, eventually you're going to be put to a decision. Yes. Right. We're all put. If, if you just don't get your way, you're going to be put to a decision. 
let's say I've got, we're, we have a deal in hand, but they want a $20,000 reduction because your pool needs resurfacing. Right. You say, my pool's great, I need resurfacing. Okay, they say, yes, it does. You say, no, it doesn't. We have three pool guys out there. Three say it does, two say it doesn't. At the end of the day, somebody has to make a decision. Am I willing to either take this or walk? Yes. And so I always like to put people, it's like, if we can value engineer down to the point where you have to make a decision. Yes. Do you want to be done? Do you want to take it or do you want to start back and go back to market as a seller? Or if you're a buyer, do you want to let this one go? Right. Because we we have taken it as far as anybody can go. Yeah. And so now my value is not, I've done everything I can and here's how we got there. And let's let's go. Do you want to do it or do you want to start over? And I think people value that. I think you're 100% yeah. right. And it was, what a good reminder for me though, because even you just using some of this verbiage, I was like, oh yes, committed to memory, right? I like, might listen to this podcast again. <laughs> Go back so for good. some advice. But Heather, do you, do you ever feel that way where you're like, I don't think they know how hard I'm working. And again, to your point, Matt, it's like, I don't even know if I want them to know the process, but by God, I want them to know that like, I didn't shut up until that person said yes. <laughs> like sometimes I do want them to know that it yeah. wasn't just an easy thing and I tried my best, yeah. you know? Yeah. Do you feel that way? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> guess like I, I always try my well, best. Well, I think for me, I, it's always kind of like some are easy, some are hard. So I'm kind of like, uh, I don't really, I don't think I feel like I need to tell them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I do at some point. Um, and clients are different. Every yes. client, some we have, I mean, I've got some clients that we talk all day through different memes and get gifs or whatever. <laughs> and we even joke about like the seller, you know, and so they may love that me and be like, oh gosh, I can went back to the seller and you won't believe what she said. Like, right. and they're like, that's hilarious. That's on brand for her. Like I'm thinking of clients I have right now. Yes. And, you know, they'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for whatever. But then I have other clients, like I have two, you know, engineer clients, for example, that, you know, they, they are very busy with their jobs and they, I think they're exactly, I echo what he says, like, don't really want to know how it happened. They don't want to know how but the sausage But if it doesn't happen, then yes. I do feel like they're looking at to me like, well, tell me what you did. And that's what and I'm that's, getting at. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously. Or tell me what you didn't do. That's when I'm like, oh. Yes. And I think that's what I'm getting at. Like, for me, obviously, if things are going right, I do not care if they know how hard I worked or if I was up till midnight or whatnot. But if it didn't or if I couldn't get their request, I desperately want them to know, like, that I really am trying so hard. No, I understand that. And I think realizing people don't like to lose, right? So yes. if we want something, we don't get it, we're naturally disappointed. Right. So going into any conversation, knowing that like, hey, I, I wanted this, we couldn't get it done. Um, and, and recognize that I think is first knowing how your person's going to react. Yeah. Um, but really, secondly, um, I, I don't know if there's any harm in truly peeling back the curtain and being like, hey, did they know this? Yes, they know that. Okay. Yes, yes they understand mm. this. Here or here are these bids side by side. Here's where the breakdown is because yeah. eventually sometimes things can't be bridged. Somebody just has, has to take a, a loss and somebody has to take a win. And if right. you're willing to do it, everybody has their threshold. So I think, um, you know, if people see you being able to explain, and I always tell people our new agents, I'm like, it's your job to know, yeah. right? Like if we're, if we're out showing houses and somebody says, oh, there, that's, that house has a sign in it. What, how much does it cost? You don't even know the top of your head. But you need to, within a couple minutes, be able to explain to them, oh, that one's, you know, 360. It's, you know, 180 a foot, but it's got an extra bedroom. It's your job to know that's why you're there. Yes. Right? Have that so knowledge. If you're, if you're explaining why something is that we're not able to get somewhere, we need to, we need to be able to know that too. And right. And explain why. Right. Um, they may not like it, but I think at mm. least they'll understand, hey, 
you've done what you were supposed to do. Yes. I think I need to just repeat that like a mantra because there are so many times where I did everything I could. I've explained it to the nth degree. We didn't get what they wanted, but I did I did everything I could do. Yeah. And not to simplify it, but truly it does come down. Do you want the house or not? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, do you want the house? If you don't, okay, then we'll Honestly, move on. Honestly, Kayla, I feel like the worst thing as an agent that you can do is for your client to know more than you and be totally. more informed. It's, it's a terrible look for you. Um, and it's a terrible look for our industry. There's There's a lot of people out there to be honest with you, it's frustrating for me right. that don't truly understand how things work and yes. truly understand how um, not only to sell, but but how real estate works, right? Yeah. Um, how title work works. It's your job to know that. And and for a client to know more than you or be more informed with you on the market is is not a good start no. for, for you. Um you know, especially if this is something that you plan on doing for a long time. Right. And and if you want to hang in there, you better figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I li- literally think every difficult conversation I have, or if I'm like getting yelled at by a client or if I'm getting like yelled at by another agent or something, all I'm thinking about is Matt and Jeff in my mind. And I'm literally thinking about how they would handle it. And I'm, and I'm, and again, I joke that if you guys were standing right there, I would want to make you proud. I mean, the little golden retriever that I am and be like, I did it right. I did everything I could. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, just because you guys do handle so many things with tact and grace and understand how to get through difficult things. I'm like, if they've been doing it this long, I can figure it out too. Yeah. You know? So I did, Heather, I totally interrupted you. I had to talk about value. No, the, I think, I don't even know what I was going to say. No, well, it was, we had a little question about a little bit of more, a little bit of less. Oh yeah. We can get to that too. Yes. Okay. Um, we might have to make this a two-parter. Hey, and if you, by the way, if you've got some other thoughts. On no, I was going to say like, I think, um, how you can even like extend that value in that situation. And it's something that I think, unfortunately for newer agents just takes experience. Right. And I feel so glad to finally be at this point in my career and my confidence maybe. And also I've done this so many times. Me personally, I finally like, not finally, I feel that's a way for me to really connect with buyers and sellers. But when you get to that point where you've done everything you can, like this is where we're at. Like, you know, take it or leave it or whatnot is pushing a little bit farther and, and always reminding them what's our goal. What is your goal? Absolutely. I think people get very emotionally attached to these decisions and a little bit, I can't believe that, you know, and so I have learned to kind of remember when we first talked, your goal was to net this amount of money Yes, because you are wanting to move close to your mom in California. Right. Does this still get you there? Yes. 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 Is it what we thought? No. Is it what we hope? No. Is it still, and like, and that just kind of pushing through, like, instead of once you say this is it, move on or don't, which we all say when you need to is kind of like, again, does this still get you where you need to go? Like, forget about, you know, how much you think your pool is worth or how much you, you know, like are upset with what you thought it would be like. Yes. It's still what we wanted at the beginning and it still gets you the next step. And if you don't, I, I, you know, that's fine. We can move on. Just know I can't predict when the next buyer is going to come. And if you're okay with waiting, I'm totally on board. Right. And transferring that emotion. Emotion, Like when I have clients that are so angry at, let's say, okay, you know, the seller or the agent or whatnot, I literally have to remind them that those people go away 
once we close. Like we, I I respect it. I understand it's okay to be frustrated, but again, A, I on the prize and B, literally one day after this, they are gone. They are out of the situation and you have the thing that you wanted. Like we've, we've got our hands on it basically. Um, I'm over here trying guys. I'm trying really (laughs) hard. You are the best, (laughs) the best. Maybe overthinking it a little bit, but okay. So Heather, you had a question for Matt, right? Yeah. Or a conversation for us all. I love this idea because I've seen people doing this instead of new year's resolutions. They're like, what's in and what's out for the new year. Like, so I'd be curious for Matt's kind of thing. And I have my list that I just jotted down too, but like things that in 2024 that you think are in and I can start. So you know what I'm talking about, or also things that are out. And I want to know if Matt has seen this trend. Have you seen this trend? No, but I'm the wrong person to ask about (laughs) trends or anything like like that. Like mob wife is in. Have you seen this Heather? No. Like this is basically everyone's new personality. Like it used to be like slick back buns and like yoga and like drinking green juice. And now it's like mob wife aesthetic. So everyone's got like faux fur and oh, Oh. I've been waiting for this day forever. Like big hair and big glasses (laughs) and like over the top. Are you kidding? Well, just go to the rodeo here in Fort Worth. Exactly. That might as well be my personality. But anyway, sorry, that was no, an example. Y'all, I checked out in like 2004. <laughs> well, well apparently New Year's resolutions are not cool anymore. Okay. You have to say what's in and what's out. Because oh. resolutions are out. Yeah, okay. resolutions okay. are out. So we want to know what's in and out. Well, I'll start. So you kind of, perfect. Y'all kind of know what I'm talking about. So for wait. me, a couple of things that are out, I believe are pushy agents. Yes. So going back to, um, People are taking longer if they're going to make this jump, if they're going to take on an interest rate, if they're going to, things are slowing down a little bit. And the pushy agents, you know, you got to sell now or never, or you got to buy this house now or never. I just, I don't see that even pushy agents, realtor, um, realtor, like for example, one of my things that's in is repairs. Repairs are back. Negotiating repairs. If you got your license in 2021, you probably should take a class or, or shadow an agent uh, truly about yes. negotiating repairs, how to do that. hundred percent. Um, we're back to getting a roofer out, getting the AC checked, getting the receipts three days before closing. Like, I mean, uh, um, and so if you have a realtor on the other side, that's kind of more like, Oh, well, no the house is as is take it or leave it. And it's been sitting for 82 days. Exactly. You know? Like, um, so I just think the pushy, like the, agents. Well, and don't out. you feel your, I mean, Matt, you've probably felt so many iterations of this, but like, don't you feel your own self being like less concerned? Like if I have a really pushy agent, I'm just so like over it. I'm, I'm just yes. like, okay. Anyways, you know, I'm just like, no, go I know. just be a polite That's human being. always been out, but I just feel like that sense of I like, love it. Yeah. I don't, you know, like we're looking at three houses and that's it. Yeah. Like, the anxiety's left the market a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. On, on that, left the building. especially for buyers who that maybe no, people aren't losing six properties before they get one right now. And so right. that anxiety that you can make, well, you know, you got to go now or it's not going to be here tomorrow. It doesn't ring as true. I, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so back to some, in, like, again, just rep- negotiations. Like yeah. you, we don't really have the full appraisal waiver, the 100K over ask, no option period. Like that was kind of easy peasy for us realtors. <laughs> like on either side, you were like, write the offer, see you in 30 days. Like, and so all my executed this month all have a hint of like back to 2018, 2019. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, I do too. I just haven't seen it, but like had an inspection, you know, going to the inspection. Okay, let's get a roof route. Let's, and then you've got, you know, just, I've got some clients that are going VA and the porch needed a railing added before we close. So like all these things are back. And like, if you don't have experience in them, that's okay. But you need to kind of, 
I think, learn about them um, because of their back. And it, it does make me so grateful that we've got a few years under the belt because I'm sure you feel like this every day. There's not much you haven't seen. I'm pointing at Matt. And it does make it feel a little less daunting when something comes up. Because yeah. you're like, no, I've seen it. Yeah, we can handle right, this. Right, right. So that's why, yeah. And I just think again, well, I, I just said slowing down. Like I've gotten as best I can back into meeting a client at the office at a coffee shop before we start looking. Again, yes. 2021, didn't have that. They're nope. like, this house listed 30 seconds ago. It has 30 <laughs> offers. You have 30 <laughs> seconds to put an offer in. And then you were off. So having that, okay, let's kind of talk about the process. And then like that for me personally always goes much more smoothly because then when that appraisal comes in lower, you've kind of touched on it. I've kind of told you a little bit about it. Absolutely. So it's not a shock to you. Absolutely. Um, This is something I talked to a lender about last night, actually, that I've just noticed is, and I think this is again coming off COVID, but I used to meet a buyer and they had, I was their first step. They had not talked to a lender. They had not talked to an insurance agent. I was sort of able to guide them through all of those and work with my team, if you will. Like, oh, okay, great. I'm so glad you met. Um, you need to reach out to a couple, you know, here's a couple of lenders I love, get pre-approved. And it was a whole process. Now I know to a realtor, that's like a nightmare to have a buyer come to you and be like, I'm not pre-approved. But, <laughs> but I'd like to go see this I don't have tomorrow. a lot of control over lenders like I used to. Not control. I'm just having to work with the Rocket Mortgages, the really USAA, the like, um, because they are, I think they were informed back in 2020, 2021, like you need to get a pre-approval first okay. before you can even put an offer on a house, before you even meet with a realtor, which is great. And that's what we say as realtors. So they're coming to me already in my experience, what I'm seeing in the past, like six months, even year, like they're coming to me already. They've already talked to three lenders. They like, this is who they're using. And so I just think that's interesting for good or bad. Like I'm like looking at you like a puppy dog right now. Like I'm so fascinated to hear what you're seeing because- yeah, I think, I mean, I've got Rocket Mortgage, USAA, like I'm learning that Rocket Mortgage has like 18,000 things under them that you don't know are Rocket Mortgage, just so you know. Do you guys ever try to, <laughs> do you guys ever try to stray people away from certain things like that? Like I have certain like buzzwords in my head and I'm, I won't say them here because I don't want to like offend anybody, but like certain buzzwords that my clients bring to me in regard of it, just in the lending world, like I try, I kind of try sometimes to be like, um, could we like explore some other things? Do you guys ever do that? Just because I know the headache we're about to endure. Mm-hmm. You no, know? Matt's looking at me like, stop telling your clients. <laughs> well, the only one that I, is Wells Fargo. I mean, I shouldn't. I, I just no. I tell bad, everyone. I'm like, like don't, I just had a bad. No, experience. Get away Maybe from I should them. try again with them. No, even I'm, Chase, I've had pretty good. Yeah, Chase, I've had pretty good. Like, um, but no, there's a couple of those like that that I'd be like, please, 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 don't. We're about to have a huge headache. Yeah. yeah. Am I not supposed to do that? Am I not supposed? No, to do I mean, no. it's it's okay to make recommendations. I mean, obviously, you can't steer people and be yeah. like. You have to call Steve or else you no, know. No, God, right? But, oh, God, no. I mean, that's that's an obvious one. But no, I mean, the the thing with that, I mean, I think accessibility is huge where I can jump on rocket mortgage and get pre-approved in 45 minutes. I don't have to call anybody. Yes. And I think if you're a young buyer, that's appealing to you. Exactly. Um, and so they capture a lot of people that way. Um, I do usually advise people that if we get in, into a situation where time is of the essence, that may be a detriment to us. Right. So having a backup isn't a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so say it's like, hey, too. That you, can, you can use rocket all day long, but also let's talk to a, to a local lender as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we don't put ourselves into a corner where we're trying to get a house you really love, but we can't get moving fast enough because our lenders in Indianapolis yeah. or Detroit or wherever it, it happens to be. Um, so that's, I think that's probably the best way to go because, you know, sometimes, I mean, I've had people, I had a, <laughs> I had a young couple get a loan from a, a Costco. Oh my um, God. You what? know, Costco what? has mortgage loans. What? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Matt has yeah. literally enlightened <laughs> us. Didn't know that. You can get a mortgage loan through Costco. Oh and I was God. like, are you serious? Like, yeah, they and their rate was lower because it's Costco. Stop. And everything's cheaper. Wait, stop. It's an exclusive private club. I don't know if you yeah. know about it. Yeah, you, have to, have a, you have to pay $65 to get the rate. Yeah. I, I love you, Costco. I hate it. You what? do. Everybody likes. Everyone. I know. I could spend a day I, there. I know. It's what's wrong with America. You can Every eat. Time I go you can like, shop. Why do you need you eighty-seven sleep. mac and cheese? Have you seen my pantry? <laughs> yes. I, I literally. Know. We are a Costco. I just went on a Saturday. Like the, it was too big. I got you very. Can, I don't go like grocery shopping. Morning. I don't. I don't like it. Don't I got, do that. Let's the line go back. Was like out the door. Let's and go back. I, got in, I didn't know you had to wait in line to get in line, so I just bopped up in there, and the everybody screamed at me like. I just abandoned my cart. It was awful. I'm taking you back. This was back. two weeks ago. I hate it. Stop. It was horrible. I was you like, why Costco, did I wait? You need a Costco agent. You need yeah. Heather to be your agent to take you into Costco and tell wait, you it works. Okay. I want Costco to sponsor us if they're doing lend- lending now. Like, this is a big deal. <laughs> okay. What were you going to say? No, I, I was, if y'all have any, ins- I mean, there's obviously things that are out like, you know, appraisal waiver, like that kind of stuff. But um, I have a few, but I want to hear Matt's. Yeah, I think, um out are uh rate buy downs i think those are going by the wayside i think people Mm -hmm. are less freaked out by rates so you're gonna see less rate buy downs okay um i think in which is a little concerning is pre-foreclosure um we've seen a few of these so um realize that um that you're in in a unique spot with uh houses that a lot of people maybe are having financial difficulty or in the past, that meant foreclosure. You know, 15 years ago, like we like talked mm-hmm. about the you know good old days, quote mm-hmm. unquote, when everything was 80 grand. Yeah, exactly. um, you know, people didn't have any equity, so you miss a few payments, you get foreclosed on, you throw the keys to the bank and you get out. Nowadays, there's been such a run-up in value on homes that if I bought my house three years ago, even though I may not be able to make the payments, I may have $100,000 in equity in my house. So it's a whole lot easier for me just to sell it Mm-hmm. move on with some cash than to ever go through foreclosure. So we're seeing a lot mm-hmm. of people coming to us that are like a month, two months behind on their payments, but they may owe two fifty on a $480,000 house. And so wow. they need guidance on what to do. So there, there's opportunity there for people who mm-hmm. know how to, to manage. I freaking love talking to him. Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So this that's is fascinating. Yeah. I um, so I think those are, those are probably my biggest two like in and out things. Yeah. Um, I think cash, cash offers are in. There's a lot of money on the sidelines yeah. investment wise. People are uh, still concerned about inflation. I still think people will park money, particularly in uh, small multifamily type stuff, but even houses. Um, yeah. So I think cash offers are going to be still in. You're mm-hmm. still going to see a lot of that, particularly from out of state. Um, yeah. So those would kind of be mine um, on those. And like Heather said, I think a lot of the, of the anxiety market stuff is, is, is gone. Your appraisal waivers are gone right? Um, days on market are going to be in like seller expectations are starting to finally shift that, um, 45 days isn't a reasonable amount of time to sell right. a house. Right. right. It just is. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's going to be something that's going to continue because that's what a stable market generally looks like. Right. And oh, where for so you, isn't it? Well, and I have, I have my ins and outs that kind of go along with a lot of what Heather said, but where do you, where do you put assumable loans? Are those in or out or where I are mean, they? Assumable loans are hard y'all. So realize that everybody likes, Oh, 2.75 rate. I'd love to assume that, but realize that you have to bring the cash. Yeah. So if I have a $500,000 house and the loan balance is $300,000 at 3%, you can assume that loan if you have $200,000 to bring to closing plus exactly. all your costs. So if you've got a lot of cash, yes, assumable loans are there. But because of that and because assumable loans are just 
hard, right? Right. It's a hard thing. Banks don't do a lot of them, so they don't have the processes in place to make it happen. So we're seeing assumable loans take 60 to 75 days. Oh and a lot of people God. just don't have that kind of timeline. Okay. So, also fascinating. I knew the part about the bringing the cash, but the right. fact that it's taking longer. It's taking long. You have to have cash. So it really needs to be a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people like the idea, but the execution is very difficult. So, yeah. so they don't happen as often as they probably could. Um, even had a conversation with an agent the other day who had a house under contract and they're like, actually my loan's assumable. I'm not telling anybody because I don't want to derail the deal. Oh, She's like, so I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't want to let them, because they'll want to do it. Yes. Right. But I don't want to, I don't want to take 90 days to close my deal. I have right. to go through this. They, they offered without it. I'm just not going to say anything. Oh my God. This Which is makes fascinating. sense. I don't know if I would have either. No, this is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Um, my in was similar to yours, Heather, which was taking time. Mm-hmm. Like just going back to actually getting a chance to take time in a good way. I mean, not, I looked at a client the other day who had saw a house in October, y'all. I went and had a baby. And I came back and she's like, I'd like to go look at that house again. And I was like, absolutely. But yeah. we, we went into it knowing that there was, she just wanted to see it. I mean, there was mm-hmm. no way in her mind, she wasn't going to buy it. That sucker's still on the market. It's a great house. She needed that time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we have had lengthy, lengthy, lengthy discussions about it. And I looked at her and I said, I'm so glad you have had time to think about this. I said, because this was not our situation prior to maybe right this minute, you know? Mm-hmm. So that worked out. And then for, out for me was, and I could be wrong on this, the scare tactic of exclusivity. And it goes back to, again, we all kind of have access to the same stuff, but you, we all know agents that their entire business model is, I got stuff that's off market, mm-hmm. come to me. Mm-hmm. I know more than everyone else in this town. And just because things are slower and it's not this like, oh my God, everybody freak out and, you know, fire sale. I just don't feel like that's a long-term business plan for a lot of agents. Again, everyone's always going to hope that your agent can get you into something whatever, right? That no one else has seen before. Sure, sure, sure. But an entire marketing plan based on that, I just feel is out. Yeah. But my my personal opinion. Actually, I, I mean, I don't want to opine on things. Y'all don't want me to, but I- Matt, talk for days. No, ex- just talk. One day I will figure out what opine means. <laughs> you say it every single one, every single episode. It's like my favorite word. Yeah, it's a good word, right? It's a good word. But kind of cool, right? Like elaborate on. Is yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've used context clues yeah. and I think I figured it out. <laughs> no, but I feel like exclusivity like that, there's a loser always. So right. um, if you are, if, if off market deals, generally there is a party who comes out behind and a party comes out ahead not always but a lot of times because if you are a seller the very best way to maximize the amount of money you get is to get maximum exposure to the maximum amount of buyers an off-market deal does not allow you to do that so there are now there are situations that require that because there's an emergency like i said you might be getting foreclosed on in 20 days and i just give me some cash and get out of here right? right that kind of stuff happens but in a normal market if you're a normal seller off market is probably not in your best interest. I'll just tell you that right now. It's probably in the best interest of the buyer. Right. right? Buyers love off market properties right. because they don't want to compete. Right. Yes. That's why guys mail you letters and stick signs on the side of the highway <laughs> because they're trying to beat everybody else to a property before the owner figures out what they could actually get in an open and free market. And so be aware for your off market stuff, unless you have, you know, outstanding or mitigating circumstances for your property, selling it off market is not for you. I promise you'll get more money on the market. I'm literally taking notes. Yeah. Well, and even I would argue for a buyer, it could also not be your best option because a seller is setting the price. This is it. $1.5 million. Take it or leave it. And you have this, oh my God, what a deal. I need to take it. 
and not giving the chance for the market to help determine what exactly. the price of the home is. Exactly. Yes. You're exactly. That's a great point. I, so, I love this. This is perfect verbiage. Again, though, because I, I don't know about you, Heather, but I've like lost clients because they're like, oh, well, yeah. so-and-so says they have all these off markets. Yeah. To which you find out later that they didn't and they didn't end up buying and sometimes, those. Sometimes, yeah, it's specific to neighborhood. Like totally. maybe it's next to your mom and it doesn't matter what costs. Like yeah. whenever yes. that house so, is available. Yeah. Right. But to your buyer who, it's just this friend, it's this buzzword. But if you really like think about it, yeah. you're exactly right. Like both sides could fail. One could fail. I mean, not fail, but be the... On the losing end. I say, don't be a loser, guys. Don't be, be a loser. loser. That's yeah. 2024. Don't be a don't loser. Don't be a loser. And Matt, do you have any other stories and or thoughts that you want to share? I mean, you've got a, basically an open mic right now on the We Need Closure podcast. Oh, man. Okay. So you're putting me on the spot. I, I am. And bit. if you have nothing, I'll cut it out. No, no, it no, no, no. Matter. It's fine. I mean, honestly, I, I would, if if anybody cares, right? And uh, um, I really, really do think that 2024 will surprise people. And I also really think that... Um, the data that's in the market, I went to a great uh, symposium the other day with a great guy. Um, the data in the market doesn't support the fear and trembling uh, that's out there, specifically in our market. Um, but the economy is as bad as people think. Um, uh, you know, rates are going to stabilize. People are going to start making more money with wages. And I just think that the market is going to surprise a lot of people, particularly in the latter half of the year. So I may be setting myself up for embarrassment by like recording this yeah, and yeah, putting yeah. it on the market. No, that's the best part. But there are people smarter than me who have said the same thing. So I'll just blame it on them if it doesn't work out. But um, I do really think that that we'll see that. I think there's going to be good in, but it won't be an imbalance. Like for the last four or five years, all that has been for sellers, right? Like for the most part, the, the upside in the market has been for sellers because they've had such high appreciation. Whereas now I think it's a little bit more opportunity for buyers and sellers, but the quality of property matters. I right. will say we talked earlier about some things getting multiple offers, some things not the area you're in and the quality of your house matters because yeah. there's one thing people don't have a lot of, and that is excess cash to do things. Right. So if you've got a ready to go house in a ready to go neighborhood, you're going to sell for a great number and you'll be one of those multiple offer people. If you've got a needs work twenty to thirty thousand dollar house that people were reaching for two years ago, that thing may not even show. Oh, so you, that is so true. You and really, depressing. really, really need to advise your clients accordingly. Mm -hmm. Right. That if if you can't do that, you're going to have to make a significant price incentive for people to come buy this house because the years of people reaching just to get something mm -hmm. and they'll worry about it later. Those days are gone. Right. Right. People aren't going to reach for your house. Right. And if you've got a, a, a leaning fence, right. in a 30 year old HVAC and an old roof and you've got, you know, dated carpets and all that, it's just, you're going to have to discount that. Mm -hmm. A more lot th more than yeah. you want. More than, you, more want. than you think, that more you, than you, think yeah. that you do. It's Absolutely. not as simple as just being like, well, you know, yeah, but it's, it's old and, well, you know, we can go a little bit under market. No, like that's it. Forget not selling. It's not even going to show. People aren't going to show up. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so that, that would be kind of my deal. I think for quality product market's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From mid range to, it, to, to that it's hard. And then the, the, the torn up stuff, there's always a market for. Somebody, oh yeah. Somebody always buy, Matt's like, going to buy beer, it. Right. Like no, there's, there's always guys out there. There's the bottom of the market always churns, <laughs> right? There's always guys down there, you know, Dusty's going to buy it yeah. and fix it, you know? <laughs> so yeah, there's those, those guys are out there, which is a great place to be because that market never changes and there's always a market for you. So that's well, the best part of the market. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I, Matt loves yeah. it. Matt lives, that's where Matt lives. Yeah. He lives in that it's market. the best part of the market, but. Well, but I, I do think that goes back to having a season agent like Heather or myself or Matt Lewis, because when you have been in so 
many. I when I walk in one and I say the phrase, this one's special, that I, I want to signal that and I, I explain what it means to my clients, but basically like we just went in 10, let's yeah. say this one will go. And and I'm not filling you full of smoke, but yeah. I've seen so many. And you you do know when the ones that are special, you know when you see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want people to know that because we're not going to walk in 10 and say that about all of them. Mm-hmm. We're not, we, we don't lie, you know, but those houses, I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. It's going to go fast yeah. and the market is still just busy enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heather, any Agreed. other thoughts on that? I mean, no, I could talk forever. I know yeah. we've talked for so long. I know. I'm sorry. No, no. Oh, stop. We're bringing so you good. back. They're going to have to hear from you again. Um, okay. So before we let you go, Matt, um, um, Heather, we have a programming note okay. that we're letting people Programming know. <laughs> note. Basically, we have uh, glistened the ears of all of our listeners for every single Friday when we have a new season coming out, but we are going to a little bit different of a distribution model, which would be every other Friday is where you're going to hear from us. So don't think we've dropped off the planet, listener. Don't think that we did one and we're not coming back. We're just slowing down a little bit just to uh, for mama over here to get her feet back in the water and have that sweet, precious angel baby um you know taking care of basically mm-hmm. and then but we're back we're back for season four this was it by the way did we announce that that this is this the is start it. of season four yeah Ho- holy s-h-i-t yeah <laughs> i went to a social media class last week which i know y'all are like why did you have to go to a class because you're a social did you media teach savant? It? because i secretly really thought at some point they're going to just turn it over to me like, I was, <laughs> i'm not joking i was just sitting in the front just like waiting like, and she never did she never did but she's going through all the different because you know I want to quit this podcast every week every she's week going through the different like okay if you're not on Instagram you should you should do YouTube and and, and she was like oh I won't even mention like because she could tell her audience was not even like our audience was like they had not even they could maybe log into Instagram but <laughs> you know so she could tell this was not her audience she's like I won't go into like the holy grail of of this, which is podcast. And I was like, and you're like, wait, 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 <laughs> teacher, 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 call on me. And I texted you. I was like, I'm back in. <laughs> I'm hundred percent back in. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite. It's like my favorite thing of the week. It so. is absolutely no lie that I For do example. have to pump you up. Yeah. I often send you previous reels of ours to pump you yes. up. I'm like, listen, I don't know what that says about my uh, depression or my <laughs> lack of motivation or what i don't know but. but mark our words here we were this is season four people mm-hmm. so we were in before that sweet social media person told anybody to get it so all those yeah. upcoming podcasts that are about to get started and then fall right just know who we were here first weren't we matt you were we were here first. trailblazers <laughs> was right. he our first guest he was our first guest <gasps> That's what I'm so saying. I'm like the bookend right now. You are. Yes. No, I mean, so yeah. We could just end it now. Like. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the fifth beetle over here. Like, yes. yes right? I love it. <laughs> just don't don't think that you're getting an out after you've come to the second one. Like, you are literally yeah. coming back all the time. No, I like it. I think it's cool that people might think that I've know what you're talking about do you know how many yeah. notes i took today like uh, i but you're recording this you don't need any notes. I, well heather doesn't listen to it so she has <laughs> yeah. to take notes <laughs> i have to take notes <laughs> matt thank you so thank much you so for much. being for inviting here. me all this is fun truly seriously you always bring such a great perspective and i love that you are still able to after all these years of being in this business still able to look at it with a fresh lens and give us like exactly what we need to say to people to a bring value and keep them calm and carrying on basically mm-hmm. so thank you thank you thank you, thank you. heather we have so much fun stuff planned coming I know. up like a full-blown agenda mm-hmm. and some social media mm-hmm. do you think anyone mm-hmm. believes us uh audience i'm in charge of social media this season so <laughs> cross your fingers get and pray i mean get excited here's what i think is funny heather when you do your job on social media which is amazing i get so many texts that are like oh my gosh da, 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 da. so 
Keep doing your job, sis. Okay. okay. All right, listener. We'll see you not next week, but the next week. Get yes. used to it. Yes. Okay. Bye. bye. Always be closing. Hello. I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need?